Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every Tuesday, live from 8pm UK time. Luke, Gary and a couple of microphones. This is Custard TV Live. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, they don't cancel us for a waterlogged pitch. It's Custard TV Live. Um, something in this room is waterlogged. But, um, oh, right. I'm gonna get, I'll get through the podcast get, as best get I can. Off. Get a mop and just clear it up. Okay. It was just exciting. You know you get. It happens every Tuesday. Podcast yeah. excitement. I can't help it. Uh, this is Luke, by the way. Wet and soggy, but here for you. Uh, I am the editor of the website, thecustardtv.com, and this is the Custard TV Live every Tuesday from 8. We are here. Woo-hoo! Joined, as always, by my faithful, non-soggy podcast counterpart. Your name is... Oh, sorry, Gary. I see the music doesn't play any quieter at this end. Even though well, I faded well, it, it you... down. No, it doesn't. It if do. I fa- oh, it should do. Oh, okay. But I yes, faded it you, down. You and, faded and it, didn't... it down incorrectly. Well, no, I did it properly. I used the fader and everything. We've got faders now, people. Uh, and and it, it didn't fade down, but then that's fine. So don't worry about it. If you'd like to send in money for us to afford a second fader, uh, <laughs> this is how you follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at, at Luke Custard TV and at The Gary Show. Okay, there you all are. There are our Twitter names. Yeah, all the info is there. And now it's up PayPal. And if you want to send us money for a fader for Christmas, we'll, that'd um, be great. We'll do, a, we'll do a Kickstarter. They, 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 that's coming to the UK. We'll do Kickstarter, yeah? Do you know what that is? Firestarter. What's Kickstarter? I'm a Kickstarter, twisted Kickstarter. Uh, it's like a it's like a site where where you can like beg for money, but you have to deliver things. Like you know, you have to say if you give me, it's like Dragon's Den, but for the internet. Uh, if you give me fifty thousand pounds, I'll produce the world's greatest omelette. Uh, and on the long way, I'll send you pictures of the omelette. Style. Is that huh? how Gangnam style got made? Possibly. I reckon it is. I reckon that's it, how it would explain made it. quite a lot. So the rain in Poland stays mainly on the pitch. Yes. Um, as the well-known saying goes. So it would appear that ITV's schedule has been a bit messed about. You have ITV on at the moment. What are they showing? Uh, currently, it's ITV's worst nightmare. It's Adrian Charles, Gareth Southgate, Roy Keane and Lee Dixon with nothing to talk about. Uh, this is effectively Daybreak six months ago without the good-looking one. They should just talk about telly. That's what we do on a Tuesday at this time. We talk about well, the best. If they, do, the if they do, I'll sue. Well, yeah, 
They haven't got. Maybe they've got more than one fader, though. You never know. know. Oh, Roy Hodgson shot. has just gone in. Roy Hodgson has just gone into a dressing room. I just thought I'd latest update there. I'll, I'll bring those to you along the evening as we go. Is he? Was he meant to? I don't know. <laughs> he looked like he went through a door. He didn't know anything about. But we'll find out soon enough. <laughs> so it's the time of year. I know the UK doesn't really have this sort of thing, but it's the time of year where the US season start. That's one of my least favourite terms in television season, especially yeah. being the UK to have adopted Seriously. it. But in this case, it works. Um, a lot of stuff picked up by US networks, and Gary is in the know as far as those things are concerned. Well, it's it's mostly US networks shows that have been picked up in the UK, actually. So it's a couple of the shows... Oh, is, that, well, uh, yeah, sorry. It's, it's, me next. That was very misleading, what you said before. It was before very hand. misleading. I feel uh, misled. So, it appears that More 4, uh, that's the Channel 4 kind of serious channel, has agreed to pick up two ABC dramas, Nashville and Scandal. Uh, and there's news coming out that uh, a programme called Revolution, which was uh, this year's kind of lost or flash forward. You know, it's, it, all, the, all, the, um, all the energy in the world goes off, all the lights go off on the world, and it's kind of post-apocalyptical. Uh, and it looks as if Sky 1 are getting very close to a deal about that. Uh, Sky have also picked up the fourth series of Cougar Town, which they hope will show on Sky Living, and also the second series of Unforgettable, which was, by its definition, very unforgettable. Uh, also, Nikita, uh, third series, uh, that uh, shows in America is going to be shown on Sky Living. Uh, and the FX you know channel... They missed here... a oh, real trick. They missed a real trick with Nikita. Why yeah. doesn't Elton sing the theme tune? You know, yes. it's, it's, That's it's, a good point. Oh, Nikita, we will never know. <laughs> we could do, we could do that as a Christmas. We should do that as like a Christmas hit. <laughs> no? Okay. Yeah, uh, FX. Christmas like Nikita. <laughs> Nikita. <laughs> that must have been a Christmas episode. Uh, and the FX channel has gone around and, and renewed all its shows, but uh, there's some big hitters. So, Falling Skies Series 3, Leverage. Uh, fifth series, Eastbound and Down, fourth series, Burn Notice, sixth series, and they've also signed up to show the sixth series of Dexter. Sorry, seventh series as well, sorry. Wow. Uh, they, they, uh, so the FX channel is pretty much tying up the market, uh, and, and we'll come on later, a bit of US news just to slip in. Um, the Walking Dead returns this week, the second, third series, sorry, to the UK. It was on the US at the weekend and got 10.9 million viewers for AMC, which is like 15 million viewers on Channel 4. It's incredible. Or BBC 4 or something. Yeah, uh, yeah actually, mean, yeah, probably it's more like that. You know how I, I don't like this sort of thing, but I'm very intrigued for one reason in this series, and I hope I've not got my facts wrong, but David Go. Morrissey's going to be in this Oh, yes. He plays, he plays the pivotal role of the governor. And, yeah. uh, all right, I'll, governor. I'll, I'll, all right, governor. <laughs> my cleaner at work, I call him governor, he calls me Mr. President. Just thought I'd start late, you know? No, that, that's like, you'll be on the internet on a tape soon. That yeah, seems right, like it's yeah. bleeding somewhere bad. It, it I'd does, stop yeah. that relationship move on, move on quick, now. Yeah. But yes, so that's incredible. We'll talk a bit more about... Oh, uh, latest update. There's a man talking on ITV1, holding a microphone. I believe his name is Gabriel. Love it. Okay, uh, so let's talk about some TV we saw in the week. Uh, last yes. night saw the third episode of ITV's medical drama, Monroe. But um, we weren't... We, that's a little bit too soon for us to talk about. So let's talk about the second episode briefly. You'd never seen it before, uh, before the series premiere this 
previously. No, I'd, so I'd the seen the f- one... no, I'd seen I'd seen the first episode of the first series and thought, yes, this looks good. I want to come back to it. Um, but then you mentioned that the second series, you don't really have to watch the first to see it. So I've managed I to d- catch I back don't up feel with it. You do, but I've already no, seen and I would the... agree. It's been very easy to get into the characters and actually the plot line around where Monroe has to choose between his two uh, registrars is very good and bringing out a lot of good comedy moments and also quite serious moments as well. So somebody I, I'm said enjoying to me, that. I know, this, I know this is a controversial comment, but somebody said to me, only today, this is how fresh this comment oh, is. Current. It's so fresh, it is still steaming a little bit. They said Monroe, they enjoy it so much, it's the show they wanted House to be. I, I think the problem, well, yeah, as a, well, as an avid house watcher, the problem is if you don't like Hugh Laurie and the main character, you're not going to get very far in house because it's more about him. I think one of the things that Monroe does is, yes, there is a central character. Yes, it's all about James Nesbitt's character, Monroe. But there is a bigger supporting cast and better actors in those roles than perhaps in house. There's also, I think if you haven't seen Monroe, it's not too late to get involved in it now, but if you haven't seen it, I think a lot of people will be surprised. There's quite a lot of humour in there, which I really enjoy. Yeah. You, don't med- you don't put medical drama and humour in the same uh, sentence, perhaps, but there's a lot of gentle, well-thought-out banter between each cast um, mm. character that I really enjoy. I just think it's really well-written. I know she wasn't in the first series, but I do enjoy the character that Tracy Ann Alderman is playing. Because she's, she's... clearly there to be, a, 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 you know, a bit of a needle character. You know, she gets in, the, gets in the, under the skin of a few people. But also, she's kind of not really done anything yet. And Neil first Pearson episodes. is brilliant. I love Neil Pearson. In, in I'm that a big fan of Neil Pearson. He was a big, big favourite of mine in Drop the Dead Donkey. I think he's a very good actor. Yeah, so Monroe, I mean, we're, we're halfway through the series now. Episode 3 was last night. There are only yep. six. As you might know, as it's an uh, ITV programme, the DVD will be on the way as soon as it finishes. But it's not too late. Probably the day after Jumping. it finishes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the way no. DVDs from the ITV <laughs> the day, go out. The day, the day it was announced, the DVD came out. Yeah. Um, it's probably out Yeah, now. It's really well done, really well written, and actually not too taxing on the brain. You might think a drama about a brain surgeon is going to, uh, mean a lot of concentration. There's, that, there's I mean, a little bit of medical mumbo bad, jumbo, right? isn't there? But there's a little yeah, bit of I medical mumbo that. jumbo, but not too much. Not so much that you. I think you you almost have to have a medical book beside you when you watch some episodes of House. You know, uh, preemptive yeah. infarctions and you know, middle ear lupus or something. I don't know. Well, that's what I liked about one of our favourite Silk as well. There was a lot of um, uh, lawyer Lingo, mumbo. Yeah, legal, legal jargon. Yeah, there was, but I trying to say legal jargon. I can't talk on a Tuesday. It's it's not a good not a good idea for us to do a podcast on a Tuesday, then is it? Uh, it? Do you think that Monroe is the silk of the medical world? No, I bodies for me was the silk of the medical world. Oh, okay. I never saw that. Sadly, going by the uh, by the ratings, I wonder whether we'll get a third uh, series of Monroe. Somebody's just walked into the room and I'd have come oh, Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, fair enough. Like uh, so, no, yeah. But the other thing, the other thing interesting to say is, of course, the problem is that ITV have put it up against the mighty Nutrix, which for some reason everyone nothing can beat Nutrix. It, it appears that you know EastEnders at its height probably wouldn't have beaten Nutrix, 
the Olympic, you know, opening ceremony was probably lucky it missed Nutrix. Uh, so I think they've got to be more careful with their scheduling. I think they could get a third series. I, I, I think it's good enough I to get a third series. I, I'm I hoping that because they've brought in new characters in Neil Pearson yeah. and Tracy Ann Oberman that they're trying to yeah. build up a new cast ready for series three. So that's Monroe, Monday nights at nine on ITV. Please try and watch it unless you're a massive Dennis Waterman fan. And tell us what you think of it. Yeah, on Friday, um, just gone, uh, the BBC started a new sitcom, Sarah Alexander, Neil Morrissey, uh, recently of Line of Duty, Nathaniel Parker, who you may know as Inspector Lindley from Inspector Lindley Investigates. That's where I knew him from. Oh, there you go. Thank you. I thought I recognised him. And Robert Sheehan uh, of um, Misfits, and most recently the second or the third episode. Of, no, the second episode of Accused. And second fourth. and third. Um, so third. I think fourth. we all agree. I think we all agree. Yeah. Amazing cast for a sitcom at eight thirty on a Friday or nine thirty on a Friday night. Yeah. Just, just rub me up the wrong way this from start to finish. Well, the problem was, uh, and I think I tweeted this, and I think I can say it again. I'm, it's, it was aired last Friday. Tonight's Tuesday. I'm still waiting for the laughs. It was a sitcom without any humour. It's well, the sitcom that, if ever there was a reason to have a laugh track, it's oh, that. Oh, God. Well, I, I, the only the reason the laugh track would have been good because it would have told me where actually I would have um, known to laugh, where the, where the laughters were, were actually at. Um, I, I think it was very dull. I mean, at least with, you know, Citizen Khan that the BBC pumped out earlier in the year. Uh, last pumped is a great word. Pumped is a great pumped word for this. fantastic word for that. It was clearly going for a certain genre, clearly going for a certain stereotypical humour. And, all right, neither you or I liked it, but clearly some people did because it wouldn't have got a second series otherwise. Uh, I just don't understand it. I uh, And the thing was, as well, Sarah Alexander is very good, very good in coupling, okay in Green Wing. There's not, there's not a bad actor in this, really. No, I Neil know. Morrison well... showed, it, showed versatility in Line of Duty, and we know him from Embaving Badly, yeah. and of course, he was the only builder I can think of. Um, yeah, that's right. Uh, and then Nathaniel Parker, alright, he's not to my taste, but decent enough actor. Robert Sheehan, we know what he's capable of after seeing him recently. So well, he was badly underused. I mean, as well as well, the, the thing that I didn't like, um, it, it, this is a 9.30 comedy, and it started off quite kind of innocent. You know, it looked like a very sort of, you know, a middle-aged woman with two children who's looking, for, you know, wasn't looking for love, and, you know, that one of the fathers at the school gates asks her out, and you're not quite sure where it's going, and then her son returns from a trip to China with Robert Sheehan's character, and all of a sudden there's this kind of made-up sexual tension, and then all of a sudden there is kind of real tension, you know, and, and, and it just didn't seem to work. I, I I have no feelings for the characters. I didn't feel sorry for anybody. I didn't like anybody. Uh, the Lorna thing, Cooper. The thing who, that irritates who, me. Yeah. Lorna Cooper Lorna described it. Props. Well, Lorna will give her props. She said uh, this program was background television, i.e., doing something yeah. else and the television is on. And she was totally, totally right. And the thing is, as well, I mean, Danny Cohen has done a lot of good since he came into. Um, control BBC One and he said he wants to put a lot of focus on sitcoms. Just quickly this year alone we've had The Royal Bodyguard, Me and Mrs Jones and Citizen Khan 
Seriously. This I, I, I tell you, uh, uh, we'll, we'll move on to start talking about Moonboy, but Sky One is kicking the BBC's rear end on comedy at the moment. But why, but why is that? Why? I mean, well, the BBC I, were the home of Red Dwarf and, and the um, Only Fools and Horses and One Foot in the Grave and all those yeah. sitcoms I own on DVD and Blackadder well, the, and all those the other one, I own well, on DVD. The, the biggest comedy on BBC One at the moment, probably because Outnumbered is being held back till Christmas, is Mrs Brown's Boys, which I or find hilariously show. unfunny, to the point where I want to put my foot through the screen. Well, you won't be watching that on Christmas either. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why we've been reduced to this. Yeah. The nation, state of British comedy is not good. can't do comedy. Yeah. But ICV then, seemed to have abandoned Sky. comedy. Yeah, ITV had one hit with with Benidorm, and that was about it. But then, no, it's worth that. That was kind of a little bit. Yeah, I mean that, that that appealed to a certain group, I suppose. That wasn't too bad. The only BBC sitcom of recent times that I've enjoyed uh, has been um, well, not going Dead out. Boss, De- or, and Dead, Dead Boss. But well, that yeah, was BBC Three, so that doesn't really count. There's been no good. Well, uh, and not going well, out. Bad education, it, bad education on BBC Three, I suppose, as well. If you're gonna fair enough, there are some. But, but I think main BBC One and BBC Two channels. Do you think that's because, and maybe this is a discussion for another time, the amount of drama they're pumping out? You know, we know there's still things like the hour to come on BBC Two. Uh, there's still Ripper there's still Ripper Street. Yeah, there's still the killing on, on BBC Four. There's lots of drama that they're spending lots of money on. Is there just not enough money in the kitty to pay the good comedy writers? Because there's obviously the, good the actors about. They're just going somewhere else. That's my thing. Cause Maybe Sky One as well. Yeah, Sky have got the money to flash, you know, so. Should we move on and talk so a little we'll bit about, talk Moon about Boy? Moon Boy. Yeah. I want to talk about Moon Boy because I don't feel like we've praised it enough. We've praised it enough on Twitter and we've praised it enough in conversations between the two of us, but not enough yeah. on podcasts. So if you could just get your Moon Boy, Moon Boy flag out that I yeah, had I, you I've, uh, get mine just, uh, out. Let me just plant that. There we are. Yep, yeah, it's uh, We'll just it's wave there. it. Yeah, I'm waving it. Bit. Yeah, so, in the uh, So the neighbors can see. I, I should have like a national anthem, a Moon Boy national anthem. Look, I'm ready... To put the, uh, uh, oh, I've forgotten what the thing is now. Oh, what's that quote I love? Um, something with it, prayers. It, I won't spoil it because you put, you put, put in the, the, the symbols into prayers. No, I can't remember what it was no. anyway. But, the, and the last episode, the last episode was wonderful. It was anarchic. You know that the, 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 they ripped apart the primary school at the end, which was hilarious in the, in a fashion which we'd all like to do. Um, and and it was just beautiful, you know, and the, the the plot line about the fact that his eldest daughter is now pregnant with the with the the music with the worship leader at the church uh, was wonderful. Him, but I don't think I will ever. I I will actually I would fight somebody who had bad words to say about Moonboy. I would no. meet them in a dark alley and I would fight them because it's just one of my favourite things <laughs> you on would go TV good at cop the moment. Uh, <laughs> it, it just yeah, go, yeah, I'll go all Warren Brown on their ass. Oh, but, yeah, it's just. Yeah, we, just, I, I, I think it. when I we get so when much. we get to the end of the year and we talk about our favourite shows of the year, uh, we haven't quite decided whether what we're going to do, whether we're going to do a top five, a top ten, whether we're going to do you know like a do list a of best shows. This year. Well, we could do a top twenty, but Moonboy is going to feature very, very highly. Uh, yeah, and, I, I and the good news the is best... there will be a series two. That's really yeah. isn't it? You know, that's the main thing. And, the bad and we're news hoping is we might that have to wait a while for it. 
Well, that's fair enough. I, I'm happy to wait for good, well-written comedy, and this is what this is. Um, my only concern is I hope it doesn't sort of lose its magic when Martin Moon is as gets older. But well, I don't I think, think it will because. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously going on to secondary school, so I think the good thing is, is that they're not going to do this stupid thing where he's clearly in secondary school in real life, but they're going to consider him still in primary. They're going to age him appropriately. And I don't think he's going to lose any of his, you know, any of his abilities or... Because it's on... Um, because it's based on Chris O'Dowd's life, he's yeah. gonna, he knows sort of which direction to take it, I would imagine. But please... Please shout from the rooftops if you follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Just tell everybody how wonderful Moonboy is. Um, when I if you missed it, go out and get the DVD. That's that's the best I advice so I can give to you. I am so getting the DVD. I'm so yeah. I don't care that I've seen I, it. All. I watched. The, they did a sort of making of Moonboy afterwards, which featured a little bit of the Moonboy Confidential, where they gave the two lead young male characters, the two boys, cameras to go around with and shoot. You know, sort of yeah, stupid oh, pranks. Just and so lovely. That was great. And and Chris O'Dowd. What I didn't realise as well is that most. Most of the episodes are directed by Chris O'Dowd, so he's acting and directing, having having written as well, uh, or he's I certainly think, executive I producer. No, there is a director, but he's an executive producer, so he's very heavily involved. This might be a, a bit unfair, and I hope nobody takes it that way. I still don't know whether we need Chris O'Dowd's character that much. I I love Martin Moon. I like. Well, the you said dynamic. that. Maybe what and we could do is is actually maybe he could appear as a teacher in the secondary school in the second series and therefore you won't need the imaginary character imaginary friend do you, do you feel the same about just me being picky a little bit picky i think because i i think it's quite nice you know when you see him walking along and then you see that bit where other people are looking at him talking to himself i think that's quite nice but you're right the whole kind of imaginary friend bit he's going to grow out of that you know young people do grow out of imagine the imaginary friend stage so i'm not sure how they're going to handle that but i'm sure he'll find a way i just find it i mean you don't say it very i never say it about tv series but it's so sweet and that is normally not a, a phrase i like to but use but not sickly to describe but not yeah, but not, Clint, not clinton's card sweet no just, you know not Werther's original sweet but just general, like a like um, a nice like a nice licorice all sort. Um, yes. That was yeah. now That's what what bitter, we're, what we're hoping for is uh, it, it, as I say a second series. Probably we're looking this time maybe next year. We, we, it's going to take a while, so we're probably going to have to rest I, on I our laurels know. with when, Monroe. When's St. Patrick's Monroe. Day? I don't know when St. Patrick's Day uh, is. April, isn't it? April or something. April or March. They filmed an episode to be aired on St. Patrick's Day. I know that much. So maybe we won't have to wait too long. Uh, but yeah, so that's Moonboy. Moonboy and Monroe, we are praising here on the Custard TV Live. One thing that only Gary is praising, uh, continue on <laughs> yeah. Thursday. It's a BBC One drama, Hunted. I still like it. I, I, I have to say, okay, Melissa George can't act her way out of a paper bag and she appears permanently to be sucking a lemon. Uh, some of the other writing isn't up to the high standards and I think the writer Frank Sponnitz probably hasn't watched enough good British television in his life to know what good dialogue should be in this country. But I like it. It's a good spy show. I don't know what's going to happen next. Um, there's clearly a bigger plot. 
that I, that hasn't been revealed. There's bits of it. It was surprising and shocking last week. It was a bit more violent. There was a couple of scenes of uh, of uh, there was a couple of people being uh, what was that word when you're arrested and held against your will and torture. Uh, it's quite a lot of torture I love in that. this episode. What's the word? What's the word for torture? I can't. <laughs> no, I knew. I knew it. But it's that kind of. It's that memory block thing that I have with names, Fred. I, I mean, Luke. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. And actually, in this episode, Melissa George spent a lot more time, less as the character, more as the plant of the nanny or teacher. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In the show. So actually, you didn't miss so much this whole kind of brooding, not talking per character because she didn't play it very often. So actually, I think it was a better it's, episode. It still comes down to me, but, uh, for me, style over substance, often terrible dialogue that you just think, how did anybody let him write that and not say anything? Uh, when but it a was, lot of people know... criticise, I mean, you've, you've now seen The Shadow Line, haven't you? A lot of people no. criticised the, 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 the writing in The Shadow Line or the dialogue because it was, it was minimal. But uh, particularly there was a, a, an old sort of Irish, uh, Scottish uh, police chief who used to smoke in his office. Who didn't I think he was Welsh much. as well. I think he was Welsh, sorry. Uh, he could have no, it was Irish, Scottish and Welsh. I, Irish, Scottish, Welsh and, and, and from Cornwall. And I believe he'd been to France <laughs> once or twice. Um, and holiday Mauritius. Um, and, and a lot of people complained about the fact that he never really said much. But in life there are people who don't say much. I think, you know, you do get gruff bosses. You know, I know it's a bit of a stereotype, but you get people who don't always feel the need, like you and I, to speak 50 to the dozen. Yeah, but to be fair, I do this 45 minutes and then I don't say another word for a week. Oh, yeah, I'm that's actually, true, yeah. I've actually got selective mutism for the rest of the do, week. Do you go and lie down in your oxygen tent, you know? I do. Yeah, I, I, I stroke bubbles. <laughs> What you do in your own time um, is yours. Uh, right, okay, yeah, yeah. well, we, I, I like Hunted, not many other people do, and it is going down in the ratings, but... Are you going to stick with it, though, for the yeah, eight weeks? I like it. I, I, I watch it with my family, and they, they like it, so there's not a problem. What do they like about it? Uh, well, my dad watches it with me, uh, and, and he's a Spooks fan, uh, so he quite, like the dra- he quite, like the, quite likes the drama. Um, I think people have got to stop comparing it to Spooks. I think I'm seeing a bit too much of that on Twitter. Too many people going, oh, it's not Spooks. No, it's not. No one ever said it was. It's made by the same production company. That means nothing. It's not written by the same people. There are no actors. It just happens to be a spy show. Um, Stop comparing it. They are rant over. Uh, That's Hunted, if you want to catch up with that. That's Thursday nights on 9pm on BBC One, and you can catch the uh, previous episodes on the BBC iPlayer. This is the Custom Indeed. TV Live. Uh, we've already covered Mr. and Mrs. Jones, 
Um, Moon Boy, which, as we said, we love. Monroe, which we love. And Hunted, which Gary has a strange relationship with. Um, one of the shows we love from 2011 is back on ITV. It was DCI Banks. Um, aside from the fact that a lot of people still think Stephen Tomkinson isn't their idea or DCI Banks, well, we won't discuss that again. No. Just the fact that to death. Back. Um, what do you think of a uh, first episode? Because it's a tricky one. They had to bring in Caroline Katz, who you may have seen in Doc Martin or alongside Ken Stott in The Vice all those years ago. She's oh, no yeah. stranger to crime drama. Um, and she has to come in as not Annie's replacement in a way, uh, but Annie... Well, she is. I mean, the, the character Annie of Annie, Annie is, is, is pregnant and in real life as well. They've, they've, they've got deviated from the books in some way, haven't they, here? Uh, because Annie's character does not get pregnant in the books, so uh, that is a deviation. I don't know uh, how many people can get pregnant in books, though. Well, that's right, yeah. Waterstones, dangerous place for uh, people. Um, that's <laughs> yeah, not. If I've Waterstones never been are to listening, the library and seen that. If no. Waterstones are listening, this, this is not a dangerous place. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed the first episode. It was different because, as you say, the new character, and I think they did introduce her well. You know, she was recruited from a, a different division, and, and she had quite a hectic home life, that's and she seems to be... scene that I didn't quite... Well, yeah, I think that's to try and introduce you to the fact that she's well-organised and well-drilled and doesn't... I mean, there's a little bit of the kind of um, prime suspect in it. You know, new new woman coming into an established team. You know, the police chief said, you've got to try and get that level of respect that Banks has got that they, people will do anything for, including lie. You know, you need to get that level of respect off of this staff. And I do agree, you know, that's that's really, you know... What, what he's painted that picture of and it it was good you know it involves DCI Banks's family you know if you've watched other episodes of DCI Banks you know he, he appears like a loner so you've met his brother and his father and you'll meet his mother in a later episode so it's good that you I get a really bit more about him I huh? really like it I just yeah. really like it there's something I like my crime dramas gritty like this I don't like to see you know who's killed an old lady with a knitting needle I like the, yeah just, real life that's actually having, a plot having that I just watched down. Having just watched two series of Wallander that we talked about in a previous episode, I think DCI Banks is as close to Wallander as I could get in a British made show, devised show. Um, and, and I think the, char- the main character of, of DCI Banks is as downtrodden and bleary-eyed and, and, and as kind of sad as, as Wallander. So that appealed to me. I like to see other people sad. <laughs> Tomkinson is, uh, is is whether you think of him as Banks or not, he's he's very good in that role. Yeah. It's very gritty, it's very dark, and uh, where Monroe is fl- floundering a bit, DCI Banks completely matched its premiere from last year. Um, yeah, and that's really well. It's when, defeated. When, who, who do you think you are? Um, Wednesday night, good night to put it on. I think. I just, I just wish. Uh, this is just me personally. I wish if it was on Wednesday, then the second part would be on Thursday. But that's just me wanting yeah. that. I, but again, I quite like the idea that you wait a week. But I do, you know, I like the two-parter, and yeah, that, that's probably something there. Uh, other, other, other good drama that has returned recently, Homeland. We ought to mention that uh, series three has been picked up by Channel Four. There was a lot of rumours flying around that, due to the success of the show, that uh, you know maybe Sky might be interested. You know, they did it with Lost, they did it with House, they did it with Prison Break, they did it with Twenty Four. Uh, but no, uh, Channel Four have picked up the third series. So, and series two trundles along. I've watched the first episode of series two. Very, very good. Again, uh, uh, excellent. Well, 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 well written. You know, you talk about dialogue. This is dialogue heavy, but in a good way. 
uh, and and just superb acting. Just you know, uh, uh, you know, they won Emmys. They deserve to win them. They will hopefully win more. I'm surprised it's taking you this long to watch episode one. I thought you'd been ch- chomping. I watched at the it. No, I think I watched it. I think I. Do you know? Do you know what? I think I watched it after the show last week. There you are. And that's yes. when I'll probably watch episode two after tonight's show. Let's move on and talk a little bit about the reality that's on TV. The Saturday Night Battles of the Autumn are back with SCD and X Factor. All back. Hashtag SCD. Hashtag X Factor. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still struggling a little bit to like the X Factor. But I, always, but I put that there's... down to the fact that I always do. This time do you know what's year, really grating on a lot of people, and for people that I'm talking to on Twitter and, and family and friends that are talking about it, how late it's on. You know, last this Saturday's episode, the Saturday night went on till ten twenty-five. I mean, I was struggling. That's crazy. It's crazy. crazy. That's not that's not prime time. You know that that that's really eating into Jonathan Ross's audience, and uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, and, and it really <laughs> felt like it dragged. You know, there's thirteen acts. I think realistically. I think if they come back for a 10th series, which does look likely because it will be the 10th series, they really need to think about it. I mean, there were like 15 ad breaks or something stupid, and, and 13 acts, you know, it's just too much. It's just far too much. Uh, it, it, it's good that you you know you get the tension, and we like the, you know the Sunday night the Sunday night show. A lot of people see that more as an entertainment show, you know, where they have a couple of musical acts and they interview the you know the band, you know the performers and the, the you know the judges and. And there was the fake apology, wasn't there? The fake uh, thing where where Gary Barlow, after weeks of you know a week of press and controversy about you know is he going to walk out again? And he said, "I don't blame you, Louis." And he stood up and shook his hand shortly before slitting his throat. Oh no, that was just in my yeah. head that he did that. Um, well, no, they did sort of metaphorically do that. I mean, they were taking chunks out of each other all evening. But I, that I happened just, last week. Know. That happened before the other thing. That, that's what happens with the judges. They do that. I just don't know. I, I'm going to stick with it. Of course I am. It's the X Factor. But this first couple of weeks, I always struggle with. There are always people I instantly forget. Yeah. I, I always think we're nearer to the end than we are. And then they go, and now it's... And I go, oh, I forgot about her or him. Or yeah, you've got you've whoever. got 12 acts left. I, I, I think realistically, we've lost two... I think one of the things we're seeing is the over 30s or whatever it is, they're not going to last very long. And it's been said that, you know, they're not the people that vote. You know, over 30s watch the X Factor. They don't vote. Uh, I certainly fit into that character. Uh, have, you, have you ever have you ever voted for a yes. TV uh, show? A fa- what yeah. do you vote for? Our family normally votes for the X Factor final. Uh, I voted for Matt Carvel because right. I thought he was particularly good. Uh, I was wrong. Um, my mum voted for One Direction. Um, but yeah. Oh, it's her fault then. I know. Yeah. Well, you can't blame her. This world uh, domination. Well, you, you, I want to. You, you can blame her. I, I do every week. Um, but I think, yeah, we normally vote for the final. I mean, there must be some people out there with some big lots of disposable cash. Either that or ITV is lying about how many people vote. Um, I think that's why that's why these sorts of things I don't think have a 20-year lifespan like, you know, we think they will. Because I just think people will think, do you know what, I'll spend my money on something else, thanks. Well, well it relies on people voting. And as soon as people go, because the danger is people would think, well, I don't need to vote, somebody else will. Yeah. And if everybody has that attitude like I do, then soon enough it'll and I fade think the away. Voice, and I think the voice showed you that once the audience were involved, once the general public were involved, there wasn't that clear-cut winner. And actually, I think the X Factor is going to fall foul of that. There are, a couple, there are about three or four clear best singers. I don't think all of them will make it through to the finals. 
I think one of the really good teams <laughs> really? will go. You think yeah. there'll only be two in the finals, do you? No, 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 no. Oh, I think there'll be yeah. three in the final. But oh, I you think mean one you don't of them. I, I think there. Are, I think that. Okay, let's let's name and shame. Ella is fantastic. Uh, Jade is amazing. Jamay, or his name is Jamal. It is like amazing. Him. I don't like uh, him. No, fair enough. He's not a great character. But you've got to admire he's a singer. Uh, and, and I think um, the, the Lucy Spraggot one who sings her own song, I think she's great. Not all four of them quite like will be in, in the a funny final. Way. Who? He's in the overs. He's not going to make it through. Uh, yeah. I think the one of the bands will end up making it in. Probably either the, the, um, the Urban Act or a Union J will probably end up squeaking into the final because they're popular, not because they're good. There you are. I just make, find a, Louis make Walsh. a note of that, ladies just... and gentlemen, and, and, and vote accordingly. I just find Louis Walsh gets more and more embarrassing every week. I well, just, yeah, I there just, is that. Oh, I just cringe every time and, he uh, does. Uh, talking about SCD, I did something for the first time this week, hashtag SCD. Uh, I watched it all the way through. Yeah. What, uh, because for this podcast, you thought I've got to show my well, it's, 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 a it's a television. It's a television podcast. I thought, like, darn it, I'm going to watch television. No, it was nothing else to do. Um, is Bruce always that bad? Are the jokes always that bad? Yes. Whoever's yes, script writing for Bruce, tear up the material. Either let them no, take it as lit. For Bruce, the, uh, the, the script writer is Mr. Mrs. Jones. <laughs> they're, they're, they're scripted for Bruce. They brought together the worst of the BBC. The best and the worst of the BBC. And uh, and let them write for Bruce. Now, the show was entertaining, and, and some of the female dancers are, are quite attractive. Uh, some of the female contestants are quite attractive. Uh, but at the end of the day, and again, I, I got annoyed by the judges. You know, uh, Craig Revel Horwood is just trying to be nasty. And if he keeps saying darling to everybody, he might as well stand there with a sign that says, hello, I'm gay. Uh... The middle one, I can't think of her name. Darcy Bustle, where her face is. Yeah. No, she's Darcy annoying. Uh, and, and the other two seem to vote together. Len and Bruno seem to vote exactly the same. And I'm... Sorry, I've only watched it one week, and I don't think they've, they've varied once. So... I just I like the idea they go, whatever you go with, I'll go with. Yeah. And I don't understand this. I, I, I've never watched the programme before. Why is it that everyone cheers when Len goes, Seven! Is that a thing? I don't know. I have to be honest. I I think you. I think most people. You're either an X Factor person or a Strictly person. I'm hanging on to being an X Factor person. I've never I, been a Strictly I, person. I, I doubt I'll watch I Strictly don't again. Upon I doubt I'll watch Strictly uh, uh, again all the way through because again there was far too many acts. They could halve them and I wouldn't care. Not the people, obviously. The acts. Half much, of them I mean, is good. I would love. To, I watched that though. They did half the people every week. Dancing with the dwarves. Um, we ought to move on. With, um, oh, sorry. Thing is, just briefly with Strictly, is actually you can get different voices and stuff. And I know on Strictly they can do different dances, but really it's just people dancing, isn't yeah, it? And I know you could say is. the X Factor is just people singing, but it's, it is and it isn't. So. It is just people dancing, so yeah, you're right. But, you know, that's the kind of limit of the talent shows, you know, that this is their talent and this is the celebrity version of a talent show, isn't it? You know. Strictly Come Dancing is a celebrity dancing show. It's uh, no as you say, moving on. Moving on. Yeah, uh, moving just, just quickly, on. we'll look at some things that might be worth looking at. BBC Two tomorrow night at 10. Hebburn is a new sitcom on BBC Two, which, despite everything we've been saying about BBC comedy, is really, really quite entertaining. And uh, you can read my interview with one of the stars, Chris Ramsey, on the custardtv.com now. And it does feature... 
Gina McKee, formerly of uh, Line of Duty, actually smiling. It's quite incredible. Well, there you are. She never did that in Line of Duty, I can tell you that. Um, And, um, yes. And, of course, it stars um, Rick Reeves, or Jim Moore, as he's now known. He's going by by Jim Moore in this. He's very, very good in it. He's very, very good in it. I'm it's, a big it's quite Bob a fan, sweet so... family sitcom about um, Chris Ramsey's character takes his girlfriend or wife, as it turns out, back to meet his family in, in the Newcastle town of Hepburn. And it's about his fears that it's going to, you know, she, he's not going to, she's not going to think he's from a very good area. And it's about going back and confronting the people in your past that you're a little bit embarrassed about. It, it's, it's well done, well written, and it's got a lot of heart. So check that out tomorrow night at 10 on BBC Two. Something to check out tonight after you've decided that the football is completely rained out, which we're still waiting for final confirmation What's happening of. What's on the football now? Well, at the What's moment, ITV, ITV are currently showing uh, ground staff doing that thing where you run into the ground and slide in front of a rain-soaked camera. Uh, I'm sure the ratings will be huge. Okay, so uh, tonight at 10 o'clock uh, is the return of a crime drama from America called White Collar. Now, they're starting with Series 2 because Series 1 was shown on Bravo a couple of years ago. Uh, this is a show about an FBI agent who recruits a former criminal to help him catch white-collar crime car- criminals. Uh, it's very good. It stars... One of the people in it is Tiffany Amber Thiessen. And if you remember your 90210 days, then you'll remember Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Um, I even remember further back than that, when she's in Saved by the Bell. Oh, of course, yeah. Kelly Kapowski. Um, White Collar is very good. If you haven't the seen it... The one name you remember is a woman from... from I know, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the ones I'm watching, but I can remember the ones from the 80s. Uh, also... Oh, hello. 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 Can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear myself. I don't know, I can't hear myself all of a sudden. Oh, don't worry. Bless. There you are. It's not important. Um, No, it's not important to hear myself. (laughs) (laughs) Also returning this Friday, the excellent Walking Dead on FX, 10 o'clock on Friday. Set your DVRs. Zombies... Uh, and in this series, a spooky prison and a governor and David Morrissey, uh, and and it's just brilliant. Um, stars um, British star Andrew Lincoln, and now with David Morrissey, they've got two British stars. Um, so I highly, highly, highly recommend it. If you are a fan of horror or science fiction or that kind of genre, this is right up your street. Uh, it's a builder. This series hopefully will be a little bit more exciting than the last, but the second series built and built and built to a horrible, horrific ending, and hopefully series three will do something at the same. High recommendation from me. Uh, looking to Sky, uh, one of their award-winning comedies, uh, starring Darren Boyd and Robert Lindsay of My Family. That's coming back, Spy Series 2. Uh, you can find it on Sky 1 on Friday, and Grimm Series 2 is going to be on Watch on 9pm on Tuesday, and that leaves us with just enough time to talk about one of the shows that you saw at the United Greats of America a couple of weeks back. Uh, Arrow comes to Sky 1 Monday at 9. Monday uh, at no, 8, it's, it's 8, and let, let me tell you, I mean, this did very well on the CW channel in America when it previewed, I think, about a week ago. Um, and let me tell you, I think this could be a big hit for Sky. 8 o'clock is the perfect time to put this programme on. It's a comic book show, show. It's action. So it's a family type show. You know, you want the sort of, you know, the teenagers to come around with mum and dad and sit down and watch it. 8 o'clock, a good time for that. I, 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 I actually think they could have put this on Saturday night at 7 o'clock. You know, go for that. It's on a Doctor Who Merlin audience. 
but I'm glad they've gone for the earlier time slot. I just think this could do well. I think this is one of these ones. It's not. It's not big on plot. It's not big on characters or or you know dialogue or acting. These other shows. It's just decent. What does that turn, Well, it, it turn your brain off action and 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 decent decent writing. You know, there was some twists, there's some turns in the first episode. I don't think it's going to do anything groundbreaking. I just think what it does do, it will do quite well. I, I, I do think this could be a hit. Also worth mentioning that if you haven't seen the... Because um, we haven't mentioned Sean Evans yet, this podcast. And that's no, that's right, shame. yeah. Shall I if play the Sean, Sean Evans klaxon, you know? <laughs> you should do. <laughs> should do. Haven't, I haven't got that, haven't I haven't got that loaded. <laughs> <laughs> Tease me with it. If you haven't seen Endeavour, uh, you can watch it again. It's going to be on ITV3 uh, next week, you told me, didn't you? Is it Sa- yes, it's going to be Saturday. I've got the radio times here, the Oracle uh, of uh, that. Yeah, Endeavour, 9pm ITV3. If you didn't see it, this is the um, this is the prequel to Inspector Morse. Uh, and apart from the final scene, which when you see it will make you cringe, this is quality drama and a nice leading to the fact that there'll be a full series of Endeavour starting uh, in the new year on ITV, uh, of which well, could end up being... I have a confession to make about Endeavour. Go on. Oh, what's that? You've not seen it? I've only... I only just... No, I only just saw it about three weeks ago. Oh, right. What did you think? so much other drama on. I loved it. I loved We've everything about it. We've got a couple of minutes, so we can I... talk about that. I just thought it was brilliant. Sean Evans is brilliant. I know what you mean about the final scene, but actually it was just a clever nod to to what was to come. I I really, really liked it. I liked it a heck of a lot more than I liked Inspector Morse, if I'm honest. I was never a big fan of that, or Lewis. But uh, well, uh, early really Morse was very, very good. They probably made... They probably made too many morses, in my opinion, but the early morses were fantastic. The one with the one with the murder in the parapet was just classic television. Before we go too much longer, we've only got a little bit of time left, so I just want to play a little bit that tells people how you can go about downloading this podcast. If you've missed bits of it, you've tuned in late, then uh, listen up for the next six seconds. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. So we ought to talk about the website, thecustardtv.com. You can also go there if you want to vote for us in the European Podcast Awards. Very important. We're in the personality section. Where else would we be? Comedy? No, probably not. (laughs) Uh, And and, and you can listen to old shows and you can listen to what the judges listened to when they nominated us for this award. Uh, Can we also shoehorn into the fact that uh, this week is a very special week for me? not only is it uh, a, a very oh, I've just printed something. Hold on, I don't want to do that. Uh, it, it's what um, you printed. I don't know. I printed a card. It's my birthday on Thursday. Yay! And in reference <laughs> to that, I've got Didn't a. Didn't you jingle. say you printed a card? Is it a birthday? You card? printed Hold a on. birthday card. Oh, I've got a. Sing along. Come on, look. Where's my present? Now, see, the difference, the difference between you and I is my birthday was in August. Fair enough, I wasn't here. But I would never have brought it up on the podcast. I would have remained... Was it not? Well, you didn't really... tell it. I believe that shameless self-promotion is the only way to get presents and cards. I expect a thousand followers on Twitter by the end of the week. Also, I, I will need a lot of things when I move, so perhaps we'll start the podcast Christmas. If anybody would like to help Luke move, then Twitter him. Uh, Luke Custard TV and if you'd like to donate Christmas or birthday cards to me then you can do so at the Gary Show on Twitter uh, we've got about 30 seconds left in the show I have started the end music on time and correctly 
just for your time for me to say on the site at the moment, you can check out our reviews of Lucio Banks and Fresh Meat, an interview with Hebburn star Chris Ramsey, and all the latest TV listings will be up there for you to peruse next week. We'll be back on the Custard TV podcast from the same time, 8pm next Tuesday, and uh, Gary will be joining me. All the best, have a great birthday, and we'll speak to you next week. Bye! Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal.